0: Jesus stayed three days here in paradise, the time to work things out. He wasn't very much fun. He turned up really furious, started smashing the furniture, shouted at me. I spent a bad quarter of an hour or so. I was on the cross, damn it. Why did you abandon me? I couldn't get a word in for two days. And then he calmed down a bit, played on the console a bit. I didn't try to appease him. I said, Not happy, Jesus. Well, you won't like the next bit. You have to go back. And he says to me, Go back to earth? As a man? Do you have any idea what it's like to be human? I'm not just talking about the nails in the hands but you have to pee two or three times a day, sometimes as much as six times. Sometimes there's a thing on your back and you can't get round to scratch it with your hands. No, I've thought about this a lot and earth is finished for me. I'm staying in paradise. And I said back to him, okay, but you're forgetting something. I'm God. I'm your father and I'm you too. It's not as if you have a choice. So, One thing led to another, and Jesus woke up one morning in a tomb, wailing about being back. In the memory of God, no one had ever been seen so miserable to be resurrected. Furthermore, if one day you happen to come back from the dead, you'll see you have a kind of hangover. Nothing seems clear. Everyone threw themselves at his feet. Jesus asked where Judas was, because he'd come up with another joke about his name jude (laughs) asperger's they told him judas had committed suicide he was overcome by sadness and then an idiot called saint thomas got really annoying because he thought that it wasn't jesus but a double of jesus he said look i've got really good visual memory and jesus had rounded cheeks look and see that nose it's nothing like it this is clearly a double and i'll go further and say not a very good double Jesus shows him the holes in his hands and he will say, what now? And St. Thomas, who was quite single-minded, stuck his fingers in the holes in Jesus' hands, a pretty unpleasant thing to do, you must agree, but insisted and said that it was a double that had holes put in its hands. St. Thomas was a complete idiot. Now he's in paradise. And every time I run into him, he says that the resurrection was a kind of giant YouTube prank and tells me, go on, God, it's been 2000 years. You can tell me now that it was a double. He's so limited that sometimes I think I should have had him as a son because he'd have convinced a lot more people. Jesus showed up. Most people thought that resurrection was possible. He briefed the apostles and went back to heaven in a column of light, which really was impressive. I did that to make him happy. And we became friends again about the year 1200. The apostles were super motivated. They began to write really convincing letters about me and send them all around the world. But they ended up in the bin because they wrote them in Aramaic. And so if you were a Roman or a Gaul, you couldn't understand a thing, said spam and chucked them in the rubbish. So I brought down tongues of fire upon the apostles so they could speak in every language. And yes, when I do Google Translate, I can't stop myself from being classy. It worked well. The first Christians arrived. They took the symbol of the cross. Rather stylish. I thought that it was lucky we didn't drown them in a barrel because then all the faithful would have had a little barrel around their necks like a St Bernard. There was Paul who evangelised like a madman. He wrote tons of letters. All these people were much more motivated than Jesus. Sometimes a bit much. Sometimes Romans who didn't like modern religion would threaten the Christians with throwing them to the lions. And the Christians would say, no problemo, we're all going to paradise anyway. I went to see them and I said, "Galmos, it's not worth dying for this. And they thought I was the devil. So I thought about the lions and said, at least they'd have a good time. There was a church. Things are not 100% perfect in the church. I don't like the idea of infallible popes and luxurious domains, but there is at least Catholic relief. That's good. The church invented hell. You're nice, you go to paradise. You're bad, off you go to hell. This is not my idea. Hell doesn't exist, see? Hell is really a bitter idea. Wah, wah, you haven't been nice. You're going to be punished. Hey, judge not lest you be judged. Don't forget that. Besides, not everyone wants paradise. Life is full of little hassles which give it flavour. Paradoxically, they are necessary. Without going into Buddhist territory, everything is more or less necessary. Failures and pains of today make the victories and joys of your future. A world without failure or pain condemns any possible future. So what is there after death? What's paradise like? Is it true what the Chinese say? Do we reincarnate after death? I'm not going to tell you for your own good. Fear of death is part of the recipe which makes humanity a unique thing. Take your time. Enjoy. Don't feel too guilty and take advantage of what you can. You'll get the answer sooner or later.